Hello out there in podcast land, welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where you always have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you your insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam, joined by my co-host, Cowboy. Hey, how are you I almost doing? said Hollywood again, god damn it! It's been like three I know. weeks. I know. Well, there's Cowboy over there, and yeah. Maestro. In the other corner. <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble! Can, can we call... Can we call this episode the horrible movie review? <laughs> yeah, well, I just say usually they are bad movies. Yeah, and this week, There's two no requests from Sea Salt, our Australian uh, Ooh, listener liaison. Yeah, yeah. But, by the way, Sea Salt, I you know, uh, I think Australian I'm gonna have to. I think I'm gonna have to limit you to. Uh, <laughs> One of these type of movies a year. Yeah. Well, this was 1995's Tank Girl. Apparently, was 95 suggestion. was a bad year. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's good movies out. I'm sure. Uh, this is directed by Rachel Talale. It stars Laurie Petty, Ice T, Naomi Watts, and Malcolm McDowell. Let me a synopsis, and we'll get into our review of the film. A girl is among the few survivors of a dystopian Earth. Riding a war tank, she fights against the tyranny of a mega corporation that dominates the remaining potable water. I'll take potent potables for yeah, 200. Potable water supply of the planets. Have you ever seen this movie before? No, and I wish I could go back and say I still haven't seen it. Okay. Maestro? <laughs> I've seen it a long time ago. Yeah, I <laughs> never saw this one. I knew it existed. Yeah. Uh, I had a huge cross on Lori Petty because of Free Willy back in the day. Oh, yeah. Free? Free? Oh, I thought that was the other one, the Free My Willy. No. Um, my, my, my crush on her was from League of Their Own. Mm. Oh. Also good. Yes. Uh, yeah, so you didn't like it, it seems. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, the villain, the villains, the villain. Uh, Malcolm McDowell. In, in, in the movie was ridiculous. Um, but the villain empire, which would be the water of power, which would be good because Department of Water and Power is villain-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, so. yeah, I, I, did, I found that kind of interesting because the DWP, which we have here, the Department yeah. of Water Power, is uh, constantly screwing everybody over. Oh yeah, but, and taking more of your money. Did you know this was based off a comic? Uh, I did. Okay, have you heard? Have you heard the comic before? Uh, no, I didn't know it was okay. Back in '95 when it came out, I knew it was based on a comic that I never heard of before. Okay, but the talk was it's based on a comic. And just the preview alone, the, the trailer, I had no intentions ever watching this movie. Thank right. you, Sea Salt, um, <laughs> for ruining that. But, yeah, it, it was really hard for me because I'm maybe 20 minutes into the movie and I'm like, I want to turn it off. I want to turn it off. Even with the blow-up doll? Yeah, I don't even want I, It was so fucking ridiculous. I, th- I thought you were going to enjoy it more because it's it's very... Deadpool-esque in the way that the movie kind of goes where it's just silly and uh, there's, there's not so much fourth wall breaking but it's it might as well fucking be it made no sense no it, it lost I mean Deadpool makes sense yes but the way they tell the story of Deadpool where they go forward and backwards in the first one you know oh to understand this you need to go back to this they told a story right right it was a good story. It, the, the movie was telling the story mm-hmm. not this um, okay, well, this is what happened, blah, 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 in the first, like, two, three minutes, of the, a big explosion, blah, 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 and now this, boom. And then 
oh, there's all this shit that happens in a scene, but instead of showing the scene, it's clips from, like, yep. cartoony-looking comic, which... Well, I was going to say this for, for trivia. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they, they forgot to film about ten major scenes, so that's why they had to animate them. <laughs> They forgot to film <laughs> 10 major scenes yes. that may, I, I wouldn't say would have made the movie a great movie or a good movie, but may have made more sense. I, I just think it was a bad story. If, if it was a better oh, yeah. story, I think that it would have been a lot more enjoyable. I did enjoy the character a little bit. There was a lot of lines in there that were kind of like hacky jokes, like, all right. I did like her little comeback wittiness to questions. Okay. You know, yeah. when he was being, she was being questioned or tortured, and she'd be like, oh. "I mean, that was, that was cute." But I, I, I don't know. I wasn't into Tank Girl the comic, so I don't know how that is. But it just seemed so fake. Based on this, I think I would enjoy the comic because the, the, the snapshot that I got of what the comic might be and with this, who this character is, like I said, I, I feel that there's a, there's a Deadpool kind of vibe to it. All right, let's just go. Let's just go to. In the beginning of the movie, when the the, the water and power okay. uh, comes up onto the scene, and th- there's this little faction in this house, right? Mm-hmm. And she's apparently on watch, tank girl, right? Okay, and she's cutting her pantyhose and everything, and it's this water and power dude there, right? Right. She gets his gun after she, you know, kills the guy. Yeah. Feigns seduction and then yeah right him up. and she gets this gun. She's not shooting. She's running and there's four guns shooting at her, not even getting anywhere close to her. Nope, they hitting the treat- ground four four feet in one direction, four feet in the other direction, and she pops up and goes da 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 da. Doesn't hit anybody. Then all of a sudden da da. She. Made the, the, the scene where she started shooting gun made me appreciate Keanu Reeves so much. Right? Because when he's firing a gun, it's like, oh, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. For her, you could almost see her like, ah, it's, 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 it's yeah, uh, right? what is it, recoiling. Ah, I don't understand. It, was, it, was very, it looked very unnatural for her to shoot a gun. Yeah. And the fact that she looked so unnatural and then it was killing everybody, which was like, ah, come on. It, yeah. it, it was, it took me out of it. If you're going to shoot a gun, you need to be training for guns. She, uh, I'm sorry. I, they, they didn't paint the picture before that scene or any other scene mm-hmm. how she became this super fighting chick you know right like she, there's the one scene where she she's being interrogated she's like i can you know oh on the plane when she got captured right mm-hmm. on the hover plane copter whatever it was goes come on let me uh, uh empty your pipes or something like that is what right. she said right yes and he's like if i feel any teeth you're gonna feel lead and you know she's like oh i need and that was a witty line i know and he's like what well, why don't you start she's like well yeah. i need a magnifying glass and some tweezers you right. know yeah when she backed up and she just like grabbed his head yeah and cracked his neck and cracked his neck yeah she's like i didn't see that coming because a i didn't see her as a super fucking hero or Right. We don't know anything about her. We just know no. that she's, she's very quirky. That's, How did she become got. that? You know what I mean? I think this was an origin story because up until this point, she didn't have a tank, but now she does. But also, it was a weird origin story because we, we didn't get to know anything about her except no. for the fact that she's kind of crazy. Like, I mean, yeah, she became Tank Girl when she got the tank, right? That's how she got the name yeah, Tank Girl, right? Yeah, right? But 
how, how did she get to that point? Yeah. There's no background of, like, she used to be in the military or something, or she yeah. was... I really like how you guys are really angry about this part, that they don't explain it, because I remember all these other movies we watched where they did explain it with either, either like a short like little paragraph or mm-hmm. uh, a bit, little bit of a monologue or something like that before the movie starts. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? We don't need this. And now we do. <laughs> no, the, 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 I think the thing you're talking about is the, in the shadow one. They had a very, there's a paragraph, but they, they explained, and that's because the rest of the movie sucked. And that paragraph should have been expanded on to make the movie better. Uh, exposition does have a place. Sometimes they don't do a good job. But for something like this, 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 is, this is something that should be some, some part of the story, I think. Well, like Even the beginning, they do a cartoon montage about it. The beginning, it. okay, this, this is what happened after Meteor hit the Earth and blah, right. blah, blah. Da, 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 okay, now this is where we're at. Oh, okay, I, I want to see more of... The scene of the meteor hitting and what happened and blah, 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 and how it got to this place, mm, yep. you know, like how she became like if they made if they made Tank Girl, but I don't know if they can call it Tank Girl. And it was just the episode of what happened to get the earth to this point mm-hmm. at the beginning of this movie. That that would be a good movie, but you wouldn't be able to call it Tank Girl. No, it'd just be Girl. Girl. <laughs> Sassy Girl. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, okay, there's, there's a contraption in, in this movie that turns blood into water, uh, where you stab somebody in the back. Oh, yeah. It yeah. takes the blood out, starts uh, or, or, the water. Does it, does it take the blood out and filter it into water, or does it suck the water out of the person? See, that's the mm. thing, because I know that what they're trying to suggest is that the blood plasma, because you know how like there's blood cells and stuff, and then there's plasma. Yeah. When you do it, use a centrifuge, all the blood cells go to the bottom, and all, the, all you have left is a clear fluid that looks okay. called plasma that's not water, but it's a variation of a liquid. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're going for, but they just didn't have enough science behind it. Well, the, the first time you see it, it was very confusing. Was, he stabs the guy in the back. He falls over. And the thing starts filling up with water, like from the bottom up. Yeah. And then, and this is a stupid thing to get caught up on. He unscrews it and takes it out. But if you unscrew it, the water will. <laughs> yeah, 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 I saw that too. <laughs> it's like, no, you got to turn them over at least or something. Yeah, right. And he pulls it over and it's like full. I'm like, no, it wouldn't be full. Uh, and then, and then <laughs> and, you know, he just, oh, just starts drinking it. Like, yeah. no. It's gross. It's real gross. It'd be like drinking urine. Yeah. <laughs> Which apparently uh, there's uh, a group out I heard on the the news a few weeks ago. It's strange news. There's a group of people believe that now these are drug users. A group of people believe that drinking your urine is beneficial health wise, and it's this whole group, and they become urine drinkers. There's it's not bad for you, but it can't be good. Oh gosh, Ugh. it's 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 sterile. Uh, There's nothing bad in it. It's not sterile. It's not it's not uh-huh. sterile. It's no. all it's all the shit your body doesn't need or want. It's like toxins and shit. Mm. It's not even that. I mean, your body is it, everything is not is is sterile until it hits the urethra. Then it becomes not sterile. Oh, Franklin. <laughs> yep. It, you, that's no. what you put on the door during Christmas. Crickets? The urethra. <laughs> urethra, frankly. Yeah. Mm, got yeah. it. You get no respect. Yeah, no. <laughs> I get no love. No respect. No respect. 
Uh, let's see. What else is going on here? Uh, there's a scene where Malcolm McDowell basically dies, but not quite dies. He gets his arm cut off at some point. He's, his head cut off. Yeah. He, they eventually cut his head off, but... While he's like, they get him with his arm off. There's a doctor like, ah, oh, this is bad. It's not going to be good. Yeah. And then like, we got this other doctor who will do it. And it's uh, what is it? Low lung, low chant, low low pan, low pan. Uh, he's the weird doctor, and he's yeah. like, oh, I can fix you. Oh, cool, thanks. And then kill the other doctor for no reason. Yeah. Just to show that he's a bad guy, I guess. Just... Uh, there wasn't a lot in this movie that made sense. No. No. Um, I don't think there was anything that made sense. The, the what do they call them? The the the, the freaking kangaroo, the kangaroo special people? forces. Did they call them reavers? Is that what they were? Reapers. Yeah, reapers. Rippers. Rippers. Okay. Uh, no. That was so dumb. The, uh, I I thought I was watching like some kid movie on Disney or Nickelodeon or yeah. something like that. Yes. And it was so retarded. And a fucking iced tea is one of these kangaroos. That was Why? so confusing. It was because, and I, I remember seeing his name in the credits. I'm like, oh, I wonder what he's gonna be. And then I like, I hear his voice. Like, I can't know. And he wasn't even like the major kangaroo dude. No, like he was the, he was the, he was the badass kangaroo dude. Yeah, I, I think the only character in this movie, if you want to call it that, uh, <laughs> that I liked or. That was kind of was the dumbass kangaroo dude. Yeah, that was the only one that I was like, oh, hey, the only one that Tangerel ends up uh, hooking up with. Yeah, basically. right. Yeah, I, I liked his little monologues. Well, maybe they want you to think it's a uh, um, a plot, but it's not a plot, so that you would think it's a plot, so that maybe you wouldn't think it's a plot, so you would think it's a plot. You know, <laughs> like you get it. Scott, Scott Kofi, that's a, a Donner, I think is his name. I, I think that's the only person in actor in that movie that pulled off a character. I, I'm pretty sure I heard this correctly, but he... These kangaroo people are all humans spliced with kangaroos. Except one. Who's... was a dog. That's a dumb one. I, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure he's like... He used to be a dog, but he got upgraded to human? So if he was... If he's half dog, half kangaroo, he, he shouldn't look like that. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a mog. By the way, Ice-T was a cop when right. he was a human. Yes. <laughs> That was hilarious because that was before he was actually a cop in TV shows. He's like an NCIS or something, uh, uh, CSI I think or something like that. One of, those, or, one of those cop dramas. No, it was uh, God damn it, Law and Order. Okay, Law and Order. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. So he's, he's a, and this is back when he was fuck the police, Ice T. So the fact that he said he was a cop, that was I think was supposed to be a clever joke. Like, oh yeah, of course maybe he I be a should cop. be. <laughs> right. Got the wheels turning. Hmm. And, and the other thing is when they're explaining who they are and how they got to be kangaroo people. Um, they're supposed to be an elite force. Um, but it's not like they took a bunch of soldiers to enhance them and make them an elite force. Of course. They took all kinds of right. different... Like, you're not going to take a, a school teacher who's a nerd and try and make them an, an, an elite yeah, soldier. That's not how it works. You don't start off with that. Unless you're going to matrix in all the kung fu knowledge... Then right? maybe, but whoa, right? Well, I can hear you. How are you going to hear me? Just talk to the West. <laughs> are kangaroos notorious for hearing well? I, 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 I don't know, know that was a thing. Well, Does it have big ears? Maybe is that, is that so dumb? So dumb. And like when they get aroused, their their pecker doesn't go up. Their ears go up instead. <laughs> like, oh, is that, yeah. Okay. Like every time they were aroused, their ears went. Uh, like, oh, oh hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. got a rise out of you. Oh, God. I mean, they had hands, but they don't raise them. They raise their tail. 
Come on. For what? Everything was supposed to be funny. I'm sure this is like in the writers' room, like, oh, this is going to be great. And then there wasn't no. one thing in that movie that was supposed to be a joke that I laughed at. Okay. <laughs> Not even a pity laugh. Let's see. What else we got? Oh, did you, did you see the cables on the kangaroos during the fight scenes? Yeah. You can see yeah, the cables. Yeah. As they're like jumping around, you can oh, see okay. the cables that are Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was seeing the cables at the end when the head guy runs to the end to take the power out. That's what cables I was seeing. But oh. no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was, that was, I, I rewound it and I had to show any like, did you see it there? Like, a very no. low budget. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, maybe. Was it? It's, yeah, it was. It was well, twenty-five million is the budget. Oh, that's yeah. And, but in ninety-five dollars, I don't know. I, I don't. There's not much to say about this movie. I, I the, you, unless we go through the whole thing, but I don't. It sucks. It just, the the, the tank girl, the was it Lori? Lori, uh, Lori Petty. Lori Petty. That why? Why would you take this role? <laughs> and and then at the end, be okay with them releasing this movie, knowing that. Ten very critical scenes never got recorded. Yeah, like did they do the scenes, but then uh, something malfunctioned in the camera and they lost the recording? I don't know how that happens, and it's never happened to me. What? What? <laughs> We've lost like two or three podcasts over the years. Uh, no, but Lori, this is also going to be a trivia. Lori Petty first looked at the script. She saw the sketch of the lead character, and it made her laugh and say, "That's me. I'm Tank Girl." So she was excited about this. What what made Ice T excited about this? Mm-hmm. This has got to be a low. This has got to be a low point in his acting career. There's, there's a, yeah, I think everybody involved in this is, is not is not happy. Uh, oh my God, just this is like a, last time we did uh, Master of Disguise because of Sea Salt. We basically got through the entire podcast in like ten minutes. We're like, there's. Yeah. It just sucks. Well, I'm, I'm like, it's a very similar vibe here. There, there, yeah, it's very similar. I'm trying to find things to talk about. And then there's one part of the movie where they're going to save Sam, the little girl. Is yes. that her name, Sam? Uh, I believe so. Let me double check. Go ahead. Okay. They're, they're going to save her because she was taken by Water and Power, right. WP, not DWP. Right. I'm sure they take little kids too, but. Right. Um, yeah, DWP. Yeah, DWP. <laughs> and it's. The WB? And she's taken to some whorehouse. Sam, you're right. Some whorehouse, right? Yes. Some highfalutin whorehouse mm-hmm. where only the madam wears black. And at that scene, I'm like, did this become a musical? Yes, I have that in my notes as well. And I'm like, wait, what kind of fucking movie am I watching? Yeah, during the breakout, she stops to do a musical number on stage yeah. in front of everybody. Not being very discreet. Also wasting a lot of time. For Sam to get taken again, maybe? I wonder what scenes didn't get recorded, but that one did. Right. What what did they pass on? (laughs) What what ideas were like, that seems crazy, guys. Let's not do that. You got two options, this or sing a song. Right? Right? (laughs) Come on. It was so weird. It was... It, it would be as if, like, you, you had somebody like Sam. Sam writes the movie. This would be great. This would be cool if a girl did this because it, it would just be cool to see. Yeah. This is, this is, it should not be meant for adults. And this is, what, was rated R, I think? I'm pretty sure it was rated R. It was, uh, yes, R. A lot, of, a lot of adult themes, a lot of cursing. Uh, so it's, it's not – kids can't watch it, but I feel like it was made for kids. Yeah, I, I feel like you can change – the cursing to other words like poo poo, 
right? right? Yes, and it would <laughs> and, fit, and that would fit. And this this <laughs> this movie could easily be played on like Cartoon Network or yes. you know, right? Yep, the Disney Channel even, right? Yeah, just to tone tone it down a little bit. It could be Saturday morning cartoons, you know, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, I don't have very many. No, I have nothing good to say about this movie. No. I like Lori Petty. I still, I still, I still enjoy her, I, I, but I don't understand. I think, I think my liking of her when she was in League of Their Own okay. wore off pretty quick. Oh, is that right? Years. Oh, yeah. Then, then take. I mean, you League of Their Own was what ninety two, ninety three, something. Uh, like that. It was a it while was ago. Earlier nineties. It was before Tank Girl. Yes. I, and it was I, before Free Willy. Yes. Because th- this to me was like a. Possibly Laurie Petty can be like, hey, I'm not always wholesome. Let me play this role where I'm not wholesome. I, I, Lee Lauren was 92. Not, Lee Lauren was 92? Yeah. Okay. And Free Willy so, was 93. So, okay. I, I think because I looked, I, I Googled Laurie Petty mm-hmm. to get images, you know, of yeah. what she looks like now, today, right? Yes. And, you know, the short hair, the butch. She looks like Ellen. Yeah. She's got an Ellen, right? very much Ellen look. And I look at her, and I, I see this movie, and I'm like, that's probably her in real life. That's the type of person she is in real life. It's a, it's she seems, yeah, yeah, she seems like in real life she might be this crude, nah, I'm a fucking woman, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. fucking badass, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why she looked at it and goes, oh, that's me. That's, yeah, that's more my speed. I don't want to be this other person anymore. So I'm wondering, in this movie, Stank Girl, <laughs> I'm going to call it Stank Girl, um, was she not acting? Was she just being some crazy fucking woman power whore? Because in this movie, she was like a whore. Yes, she was. She was, she was very whore. Yeah. She was very sexual, I should say. Yeah, very sexual. You're yeah. right. Because uh, you didn't... Okay, but anyway... But she always was like, come on, they're just men. Yeah. You know, that was a line in the movie. Right, where they go, they go to yeah. distract. They, they distract all the WP workers and say, we're shooting a calendar here. And, right. and it's basically like on a cell phone. It's, like, it's not a real camera. It's just like a... It was something that the kangaroo people devised. Right, it was a transmitter of something. It was all very weird. Yeah. And then the kangaroos are... Once they get in to get the calendar, like, oh... Uh, this is this is they're meant to prove she's meant to prove herself to the kangaroos like hey I'm on your team like all right well if she's really on our team she can steal the shipment I'm like really that's where we're jumping to <laughs> so then she does steal the shipment very easily there was a lot of things that were skipped over oh yeah like uh, hey we got to go over there okay let's do it or or now we're inside the, Whoa, you, how'd you get inside you have this scene and then the next scene she's crawling out of a tube somewhere You're like wait 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 you you yeah we got to break in all right. Cut to, hey, we're in. Wait, what? <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you get in? Don't worry about it. We're in. Okay. Sin City was based off a uh, comic book, wasn't it? Sin or, City, yes. Yes. Uh, that was based off a graphic novel. Graphic novel, no. excuse me. No. Um, <laughs> the, the cinematography in Tang Girl sucked. It's bad. Everything was bad. Yeah, h- horrible. I don't have anything else to say. I don't have anything. You had anything, Maestro? Come on, man. Are you serious? No. He's just been letting us go the whole time because well, he's like, I don't want to say anything about this movie. <laughs> Do I don't even want to be on this podcast. You're hitting all the points. Everything was good. Uh, 
I guess I'm everything like, was good. No, what I mean, movie like, did you watch? No, 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 no. Not, <laughs> not the movie. The what you guys were saying about the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I feel the exact same way you guys did. I mean, like there was a lot of things that were wrong. I mean, as soon like I was talking to you about the whole thing about the plasma thing and the water at the end. I'm like, no, no, no. And then I would have thought you would have been into this movie because it's no. it's weird. It's weird a, doesn't constitute good. No, it doesn't. I, I have but to agree in, with Maestro. But, yeah, but Maestro's style of movies like Zombiever. That it's made like, more sense in this movie. That's weird. It's but, a weird movie. But it made more Why sense would you in this make movie. That? I, don't, I don't understand. I, I can't get it. I can't get a read on you, Maestro. You're all over the place. I can't. I, I can tell you that if you told me I had the option of watching two movies or die, <laughs> and you picked Master of Disguise and Tank Girl, I would just, just shoot me. It's real bad. Just, just cut my head off and give me a holographic head. That and, was awesome. And, 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 and no brain. So, like, it, the, the, the computer holographic thing on his neck that projected yeah. the head, was that also the brain? Like, Is there he, was no explanation to that. All of a sudden, he just shows up and he looks. Normal again. Yeah, and I was like, "What? What? You were hiding his face all this time, and then the reveal is, oh, he's yeah, he's just him." Okay, was it, but I was thinking, is he a robot now? Is it is like his his memory, his brain got downloaded into a chip, and now the chip is implanted inside of that guy. I yeah. Oh my god! All right, the Transformers gave him it. Yeah. The Transformers gave him an all spark, and he became Iron Man. There you go. It's fantastic. It's weird. Reincarnated. All right, in a hologram. I think we're done with like this. Michael Jackson's concert after he died. No, yeah, and Tupac. You know, yeah, and Tupac. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, yeah. top of the show, we have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Now let's hear from people who actually have credentials: the critics. Good reviews or bad reviews first. Are there any good reviews? There are. Oh my. Okay, let's hear this. I'm curious. Yeah. All right. Good let's reviews. Let's do a good note. Let's do the bad reviews last. Good. Leonard Claddy from Variety. He's a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> The movie version of the graphic comic book is a classic case of kitchen sink filmmaking in which principals have thrown everything into the stew, hoping enough would stick to the audience. Enough will um, stick to the audience? Right? I think everything went down the garbage disposal in that <laughs> sink. Ah, that's, oh, that's, what, that's what kitchen sink means. So he's saying that basically he, they put the shit in the fan and hoped that it would stick. They, they threw everything in it, hoping somebody's going to like something here. Yeah, hopefully you don't like at least one part of this. It's not like a round of golf where you hit that one shot that's going to make you come back and play golf again. Right. You know, <laughs> there was nothing in this movie that makes me want to think about or watch this movie ever again. Yeah, what was, what was your score? I had a 30 over par, but I did get par once. So yeah. I'm, I'm coming back. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, yeah, oh, my suck. God, I, I freaking sucked. But there was this one chip shot, Woo. you know, was 60 feet off the green, and I chipped it in. You know, You're right. I got lucky as fuck, but it was the one shot yeah. that's going to make me want to come play golf again. All right. Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader. Laurie Petty does a nice job in the title role of this enjoyable 95 feature based on the post-apocalyptic San Francisco comic book and set in the year 2033. What? Wow. That's the review. She did a nice job. She did a nice <laughs> job. All right. Acting like herself. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know her personally, but I I, I'm, I'm sure just she's my opinion. I'm, no uh, credential, my opinion. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the opening credits of this movie, I'm watching and I'm like, oh, good God. <laughs> I like the music. I like the music in the movie. That's probably the only thing I did enjoy about the movie. Yeah. 
All right, Janet Maslin from New York Times. Is this another good one? This is another good one. Holy hell, you found three? Yeah. Chief among its strong points is Lori Petty, a buzz-cut fashion plate in a Prozac necklace who brings the necessary gusto to Tank Girl's flippancy. So again, just Lori Petty did a good job. Another thing about Tank Girl throughout this whole movie, mm-hmm. her hair grows and is gone and grows and is gone and grows and is gone yeah. in different parts of her water, head. Yeah. Is she radioactive? Like I'm... I, th- I think she just started putting, what do you call them, weaves or extensions? Clips? Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. There was a needless montage of changing in that uh, in the whorehouse. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb, and I'm sure it was meant to be funny, but it was kind of like a all right. Can we go to the next thing? All right, bad reviews. Bruce Dion's from the New Yorker. Lori Petty does her tough talking best to breathe some life into the comic book action, but it's not enough. Nope, I agree. So again, Lori's great. Movie sucks. All right. Uh, Owen Gleiberman from Entertainment Weekly, an aspiring cult film that would rather be cute than dangerous. Yeah. Accurate. Uh, ooh, Jeff Andrew from Time's Time Out. Generous souls may try to blame this travesty on the deadline comic strip and the studio execs who forced director Talalay to tone down and re-edit her cut. All right. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. That we all like to play. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Is there any negatives? Like, can you give it a negative score? <laughs> Think of it this way. Or is 0 the lowest? 0 yeah, the lowest. Because, don't forget, we watched Master of Disguise. Mm-hmm. What was that? Ooh, good question. I looked it up, but you want to do the audience or the uh, the critics first? I don't know. I feel like we're going to have the same answer regardless. Okay, let's start with the critics then. What do you? What's your guess? Zero. All right. I, I, you know what? Before you say it, before you say it, <laughs> ten. Because it was better than Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise got one from the critics, one percent. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it was as bad as Master of Disguise, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm glad you came up with that first. And actually, the fact that you found three—we're doing critics first. Critics, yes. The fact that you found three positive, I, I'm going to double his score and go Ooh. twenty. Oh. Doubling up on me, huh? All right. The tomato meter, my guess was 21. By the oh, way, okay. that's that what I guess was. The actual answer is 38. What? You fucking just prices righted me. <laughs> it was already written down. I didn't know what you were going to guess. <laughs> Something tells me that this is a I, I, th- I think, you know, he shouldn't be the one to tell his answer last because I don't. Oh. oh I see. But, uh, okay. We always tell ours first, and then you go, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I wrote this, you know? I'll probably just stop guessing. Who cares? All right, the, uh, the audience. What do you guess for the audience? Mm-hmm. What do they think about the movie? There's fans here, dude. There are fans. There are. The last World Derby game was Tank Girl themed. See? The what? The last World Derby match that the girls had, the uh, Outlaws, it was, the theme of it was Tank Girl. And it has to be higher than the, what we saw for the critics, because the critics have to be impartial. 
Shoot. And it's 38? That's awfully high. Was the, I'm not going to say it's much higher. I'm going to say 42. Okay. Um, 50 even. 50? That was my guess as well. 50, because just for the fact that I know that there is a, a niche, uh, the audience score is 63%. Good. For, wait, 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 wait. Is that, that's not certified fresh, that's, is it? No, it's just fresh. Okay. It's regular fresh. But still, seriously, really? What? Audience likes it. I don't know who. Paul well, Giamatti wasn't in this. We know that Paul Giamatti has slowly been in a lot of the movies we're doing and want to... See, find out if the movie could be made better with Paul Giamatti in it. Who I has, think, who I think, I think Paul Giamatti with this movie should do an Eddie Murphy in Coming to America and play every single character. Oh. <laughs> That'd be nice. I was on the same page with you for a second. I think he should have played all the kangaroos. That would have been fantastic. That'd have been good. Yeah, you know, he should have played every character except for Tank Girl. Okay. <laughs> Because I don't want to see him in those outfits, you know, <laughs> cutting his pantyhose. Right. Yeah, no. It's not sexy. Oh, no, no. Wait, hold on. Leave Tank Girl's... Re- Rebecca, I think is her name? Becky? Becca? Uh, the, yes. The, the, uh, Naomi Watts character. Yeah. Keep her. She, she, che- Chevy or something? It was che- uh, Cherry? Che? She she was good to look at. Yeah. Naomi Watts. Jet Girl. Jet Girl. Jet. Jet. Yeah. I think I'm getting movies crossed. Okay. Yeah. Man, they may watch how far she's fallen. Uh, now it's time for the part of the trivia. Part of the trivia? What? It's part of the show with the trivia. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Uh, speaking of Naomi Watts, she is ashamed of this film. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was part of the trivia? She's ashamed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be too. I would change my name after this film if, you know. Right. And maybe take my career in a different direction. Uh, also, Ice T recalled one interview on a hip hop show where the host made fun of him for doing Tank Girl. He replied, "I was paid eight hundred thousand dollars for that movie," and then the host moved on. <laughs> like, yeah, make fun of me all you want. I got paid for doing that bullshit. <laughs> Let's see. MGM insisted on cutting a scene of Tank Girl and her kangaroo boyfriend Booga reclining after sex, despite spending. $5,000 on a prosthetic penis for Booga. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cowboy's making the best face. <laughs> Why did it have to be a prosthetic? Did it have a tail as well? Or did it have ears that came up? You know, like, Right, there were balls. There were just ears. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, good Lord. Uh, already did this one a little bit, but Alan Martin and Jamie Hewlett, the creators of Tank Girl comic, have since spoken poorly of their experiences in creating the film, calling it a bit of a sore point for them. Hewlett said the script was lousy. Me and Alan kept rewriting it and putting Grange Hill jokes and Benny Hill jokes in, and they obviously weren't getting in. They forgot, they forgot to film about 10 major scenes, blah, blah, blah. It was a horrible experience. So the, the people that made Tinker the comic also hated this movie. Yeah. All right. When it makes the world go round, I want to put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well it felt him, eh, how well this film held up to its peers. You shall not bad. Easy be bye Well, the budget was $25 million. For 20, I, I know, but you said that it got 63 from the audience. Yes. Um, By the way, there's no foreign box office for this. So there's it's only, no foreign only domestic. It's only, it's only domestic. <laughs> I'm going to do what you guys did and go 50. Fifty, all right. Budget twenty-five. You're guessing fifty million. Make sure. Ooh, there is a box office, huh? I thought this was a B-rated movie, straight to the film. It was in theaters. Oh wow. Um, not not in major cities though. Oh, 
<laughs> what um what was the make making price for it? Twenty five million. So to be profitable would have been seventy five million. Seventy five million. Seventy five. Wow. And you, you said fifty. Yeah. Correct answer is four. Oh! <laughs> Four million? Four million dollars. <laughs> so this is one of those, it's, it didn't do well in theaters, but I guess it got a life later on. Uh, where people started liking it, like the Rocky Horrors or, or something. This film, Rocky Horror is still playing in film theaters. Right, but I'm sure that when it came out in theaters, it didn't do well. So they, they obviously they didn't make any money, but they, they had to at least pay Ice-T and Lori Betty. Right, yeah, <laughs> so they lost a lot of money. Uh, this film debuted in 10th place on the weekend of March 31st, 1995, with $2 million. On the opening weekend, it made half of its <laughs> wow. earnings. Woo. Wow. And then I'm sure word got out, and like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> we're out, we're done. <laughs> According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 80th highest-grossing film in the category, Action Heroine. That seems like it's just a little bit like, meh. All right. It's just a, a chick... Chick hero. Yeah, no, but, but what a uh, post-apocalyptic character heroine. It sounds better. Don't I you think, think there were categories for that as well. Let me uh. find out. Uh, number one in action heroine was. I'll take a guess. Super Star Wars. But wasn't it like Force it, Awakens? Yeah, but wasn't that like a dual like show where like there was an action heroine and there was also another storyline going at the same time? Yeah. Post-apocalyptic forty-one. They ranked 41 in post-apocalyptic. The number one is Hunger Games. Catching Fire. Mm. Also, comic book adaptation is ranked 158. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sci-fi comedy, ranked 50. Ooh. All right. This is the 154th highest-grossing film of 1995. Number one that year was Toy Story. So it wasn't a bad year for movies. It was just a bad, bad movie. Bad year for Tank Girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was 1995's Tank Girl. Directed by, was it Talalay? Yeah, Rachel Talalay. Yep. Uh, all right, so. Check uh, out our website. This uh, podcast already went longer than it should have. <laughs> it did. This is one of the shorter ones. We're uh, just a little over 30 minutes. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. So check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out our, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email, spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie, that will go to the top of our list and watch it for any other movie. Ooh. Mm. All right. Next week, to I think this is a very good palate cleanser before we do the spoilies. This is a Cowboy's birthday pick. Yeah. Yeah. I decided to forego my birthday pick this year since I've been picking a lot of the movies <laughs> we've been doing anyway. Yeah. Uh, they're not always good. They're not movies I enjoy, but I haven't picked them. So... What'd you pick? I picked Inner Space. Uh, from 1987. Yes. Dennis Quaid, Martin Short, Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Meg Ryan. Yep. All yeah. right. So check that one out next week. Uh, thank you, Sea Salt, for your suggestion, even though we did not like the movie. Yes, thank you, Sea Salt. We do, <laughs> we do appreciate you, and I just knock you when you give us movies like this, but right. I think you do it on purpose. Absolutely. He does. Sort yeah. of like um, uh, Maestro's uh, birthday pick. Yeah. Always trying to fuck with me, too. Yeah. What? No, yeah. you not. No, yeah, it wasn't. No, 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 no. All, right. All right. We do appreciate you, though, <laughs> Yes, thank you, sir. All right. Until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And I'm Cowboy. Cowboy.